he thought. And he did. His ears were pierced by a human cry. Oh, God! It was the shrill cry of a human being. His prey was not a tiger. His body quivered, his heart palpitated, and he started running in the direction from where the numbing shriek emanated. From a short distance, he could see a man, the upper part of his body covered with shimmering yellow silk, looking at his wounded foot, which the arrow had pierced deeply. As Jara approached his unfortunate victim, the injured man tilted his head a little towards Jara and smiled. Jara gasped. His face flinched in panic and he shrieked, Oh God, it is Lord Krishna! Trembling, he knelt before Krishna and cried in a shaking voice, Krishna, forgive me, forgive me. Hunger blinded me. I thought I aimed my arrow at an animal. What a despicable sinner I am, my lord. Krishna continued to smile, his twinkling eyes seeming to console the repentant hunter. The hunter fell at his feet and started crying again. Krishna lifted him up and in a soothing tone said, Jara, you didn't try to kill me, I know. Don't worry. You're just an instrument to drive home an eternal truth to this world. Confusion writ large on his face, Jara asked in a low voice, What truth, my lord? That no one is invincible. That change is the order of the world. The hunter did not understand Krishna. He stared at him, guilt clouding his eyes. Krishna understood Jara's problem. Listen to me. You are hungry, aren't you? Eat these fruits. We'll continue our conversation after you eat. Krishna gave him a basket full of delicious fruits. The hunter took it gratefully. But he was surprised. Where and how did Krishna collect such a variety of fruits when every tree he saw in the jungle was dead and rotting? He looked at Krishna's foot. The wound was gone. It had disappeared, and in its place there was just a scar. Jara was amazed and immensely happy. My lord, there is no wound. Does this mean... Krishna intervened. It means nothing. What is inevitable is bound to happen. I don't understand, my lord. My death. The hunter was shocked. His eyes turned gloomy. This scar is only a reminder. Like Bhishma, I have just postponed my death. Before dying, I want to talk to you. You have performed a remarkable act, a predestined act, targeting your arrow at me. And now you have one more mission to carry out. The hunter was confused. A predestined act, another mission to be carried out. Krishna's words puzzled him. After Jara finished eating the fruits, Krishna got up and addressed him. It was I who said that births and deaths come in a cyclic order. And you reminded me of my death by shooting an arrow you specially made. I am commissioning you to carry out another mission. You have to complete the mission you have initiated. Take it to its logical end.
Jara said in a pleading voice, My lord, I have committed a huge sin, and yet you call it a great act. And you deem it fit that I carry out another wish of yours. I am an illiterate hunter, but this much I know. The Yadava clan will curse me for what I have done to you, the greatest among the Yadavas. Krishna laughed aloud. My dear Jara, where is the Yadava clan? He asked and added, It is extinct. I am the only Yadava left. What? Extinct? Do you mean to say the whole clan, that all your people have been wiped out? The hunter exclaimed in disbelief. Yes. What I say is true. They waged a destructive war, or shall we say committed collective suicide, mindlessly killing one another in a frenzy. The arrow you made from the iron...